Hey, welcome to Space Gab. This is Mike Coletta. It's the 29th of September, 2021. Space Gab can be heard at www.spacegabpodcast.com and at Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Well, I missed last week's podcast because we were moving, as I said in the previous podcast, Moving from California, where I was temporarily uh, for about eight months, and now I'm back in Colorado, Colorado Springs to be exact. So Space Gap Podcast is once again coming to you from the state of Colorado. Glad to be back, too, I'll tell you. It was a trip and a half. If I, I, I don't want to bore you with all the details, but there, <laughs> there was a lot of details. Anyway, it's kind of cool. Um, we'll talk about a, uh, a movie, another science fiction movie coming out. It's called Repeat. And the movie's trailer just came out. If you want to go check it out, you can find a link to that trailer at my Twitter feed, twitter.com slash Mike underscore Coletta. And I think you're going to, if you're into this kind of stuff, I think you're going to be pretty surprised. The movie hasn't come out yet, but it's be, it's going to be coming out very soon. But the trailer has been released. It says, a zealous cognitive psychologist stumbles across a way of communicating with the other side. Tom England is in it, and he was in the movie Cosmos. Charlotte Ritchie's in it, and a number of other people. But uh, it was surprising to me, when I did watch the trailer this morning, I recognized immediately what the uh, subject matter was. It was about... Uh, ITC, Instrumental Transcommunication, or Real-Time Instrumental Transcommunication. Uh, at Once Upon a Time, I was also into that. Um, this movie, it looks like he stumbled away to communicate with the other side, a, a type of machine. And that's all I'll say. You can just check out the trailer. But uh, as I wrote to them on their Facebook page, or maybe the Twitter page, I'm not, not sure, but I said, I go, hey, I also was investigating devices into doing something similar to this back in the uh, early 2000s, mid-2000s. And I gave them a, a little bit of information about that. And I may have talked about that in a podcast previous to this, uh, my paranormal time, which I don't do that stuff anymore. But, yes, I was involved in uh, seeking to investigate on what could be communicated with and, and uh, did capture some interesting things and and created some devices that are, are still in use today, actually, uh, or different versions of them. But, um, yeah, it looks like the, the uh, repeat, the movie, is about something similar, but probably on a grander scale. But uh, if you want to go check that out, go check out the trailer for Repeat, the science fiction movie, uh, at my Twitter feed. Who is flying on Blue Origin's New Shepard space ride next? Well, there's information out already on who's going to be traveling on the next Blue Origin, New Shepard, up and down ride to space. Uh, it says here, Spaceflight Now says in a tweet, the co-founders of the satellite remote sensing company, Planet Labs, and the clinical research software firm, Mediadata, both wealthy 
entrepreneurs are two of the four passengers set to launch October 12th on Blue Origin's next suborbital spaceflight. So is, I believe this one, I saw some talk about William Shatner going up on the Blue Origin New Shepard. This may just be the flight he's going to be going on. I'm going to check into that. I wish I could tell you more now, but I believe this possibly might be. But don't quote me on that. I will have to go check it out, though. And if you'd like to go check it out, it'd be interesting to see uh, William Shatner also on this flight. But uh, they're going to be going up again. And I don't know if it's going to have as much publicity as it, as the first one did. Probably not. My question is, and I bet you it's on everybody's mind, will they be throwing Skittles, letting Skittles float around the spacecraft? You know, I saw a commercial that Skittles now has lime again, lime Skittle. So will we see those little green guys floating in space? Well, orbital space debris has been a lot uh, in the news lately. And I guess uh, they just did a study. A study just completed by NASA looked at what new roles the space agency and the U.S. government more broadly should play in mitigating the growth of orbital debris and promoting space sustainability. They said it's a very complicated issue. Uh, One of the uh, representatives there at this uh, conference where the study was being discussed and uh, said that it Comparing space debris is a debris challenge to a debate over how to address climate change. So they're comparing space debris and climate change, you know, how to control it. I guess uh, both of them pretty much are, you know, much in the news lately. Uh, climate change is a, is a trigger item for many. And uh, space debris, you know, I have a feeling... You could probably, my own opinion anyway, you could probably more easily control orbital space debris than you can uh, control climate change because that's much on a much grander scale, I would assume. Although there's a lot of space debris out there and there's more being added all the time. But uh, it's interesting that they would compare orbital space debris challenges with climate change challenges. Yes, both are major challenges. I guess we'll just have to wait and see which challenge is met first. Well, yesterday they took the Soyuz MS-18 spacecraft and uh, took a little spin around the outside of the ISS. Actually, a relocation effort was made. So they took it from one docking port to another docking port. And while the uh, cosmonauts and astronauts were out there in the Soyuz craft, they were also taking some wonderful pictures, and a number of people shared some awesome pictures of not only the uh, Soyuz cr- craft from the ISS as they were capturing photos, but also from the Soyuz spacecraft of the ISS. And one of them that was extremely nice, I thought, was the, uh, a full wide shot of the ISS with the uh, the Earth below. That was really nice. But uh, hey, check out those uh, photos if you like. I've got a couple links there. Uh, on my Twitter feed. Really interesting shots. Really pretty. Uh, that ISS is a major, major uh, wonder. Can you believe it? 1,000 days on the far side. That's 1,000 days on the far side of the moon for the Chang'e 4 lander and a U-2 rover. 
Both are operating in their 34th lunar day and in good condition. Yoto 2 has covered a total of 839.37 meters and acquired 3,632.01 GB of scientific data. Lots of GB being the gigabytes of scientific data. Uh, that by Andrew Jones. You can go check out more on his story there at my Twitter feed. But wow, isn't that something? China's um, mission on the far side of the moon, 1,000 days now. Uh, they've been kicking butt, China, and uh, many have been watching. And a lot more is speaking about China. But I've got another story about China coming up really soon um, that wasn't so good for them anyway. And speaking of another rover... I guess Mars Perseverance is taking a break uh, due to blocked radio signals. Uh, it says here, they tweet out, we have a gorgeous parking spot for the next two weeks on Mars. Why two weeks? The sun will be blocking the view and communications to Mars. So we'll give the rovers a break from daily tactical operations. Yeah, what, you know, when you're, you're being blocked, you, Earth is being blocked um, by the sun. Uh, Mars and Earth are, you know, opposite sides of the sun right now. So nothing's going to come through. Radio signals aren't going to make it through there. Just not going to happen. So they're not able to uh, command the uh, rover Perseverance as they would normally. Uh, now, they did feed, I'm sure, you know, pre-programmed code up there, and that's what it will be going through as uh, there is this communication uh, blockage. But uh, interesting, so they're going to be up there two full weeks, not completely taking a break, but as it says here, their te- daily technical operations will not be occurring. So hope all is well once communication is once again made, uh, when the Earth and Mars are within uh, speaking distance, so to say, using radio frequencies anyway. China had two launches in one day, but one of them was not successful. Now they've confirmed the failure. Uh, CNSA Watcher on Twitter says, failure confirmed, though successfully sent into GTO orbit by CZ-3B rocket. Xi'an 10 classified testing satellite had abnormal conditions during launch. This is the CASC's first failure in 2021 before which 33 missions were all successful in 2021. So all looked well on the launch, and apparently it did get put into the orbit, but something occurred, and that satellite is now deemed a failure. No communication is able to be made. And the the, uh, the uh, other t- uh, launch they had that same day was a successful launch of a satellite. That one went without problems. But... Uh, the Xi'an 10 classified testing satellite uh, that did launch, but uh, China was not able to make contact with it again, I guess, afterward. Or if they were, maybe they just weren't able to uh, make complete contact with it. We're, we're never told everything that's going on uh, with these uh, these missions. Uh, and a lot of these watchers uh, that, that give us this information on Twitter and elsewhere you know, they have some inside information, I'm sure. So we get as much as we can 
uh, about the, the Chinese space agency's uh, launches and programs. But in this case, uh, I'm sure China is not too happy about this uh, failed uh, insertion of a satellite. The SpaceX Inspiration4 crew came back down safely from their three-day orbital uh, mission. And um, now the promotions begin, <laughs> and, and there's been a lot of promotions. The, the astronauts have been seen and heard on many radio and TV shows. Um, the Today Show uh, a number of times has shown these astronauts, and um, a lot of those are, are linked on my Twitter feed also if you want to read more about it. But you, you're going to be able to see now them talking about some of the items that they took up to, to, to orbit with them and, uh, you know, it's still attempting to help St. Jude out with more donations is, is, is a good thing. But, uh, you're going to see probably, I would imagine some of those items being put, uh, on auction or for sale items that they took up into the, uh, the dragon, the crew dragon, uh, spacecraft with them. And uh, also hearing about uh, a little bit of issues, a little bit of problems, and a lot of the media uh, organizations are kind of, you know, making fun of this story, where they had some issues with the the toilet, with the toilet there in the Crew Dragon, and uh, SpaceX, Elon Musk said, you know, hey, we're going to be working on that, and you know, probably the next launch, uh, going to have that all uh, fixed. I don't think they really went in detail on what the issues were with the toilet. I think I heard some talk about the vacuum, the the, the fan or the vacuum. You know, um, it's got to go into the right spot. When you're, you're going to the bathroom on a spacecraft, you want it to go where it's supposed to go and not into the spacecraft. But I don't know. Maybe we'll see some uh, more of the astronauts talking more about this. Who knows? Maybe there's going to be a book deal, and I'm sure there will. Uh, a movie deal or, or, you know, special appearances, things like this. But this Inspiration4 uh, program, this mission has captured uh, a lot of attention. And, um, I, you know, I kept busy uh, doing updates on the uh, the web address I have, which is inspiration4.space, which it surprised me that uh, they didn't grab that uh, domain name. They have their inspiration4.com, and uh, I just kind of wanted to, uh, it wasn't being used, so I just snagged it up, and I, you know, if you can go right now to inspiration4.space and uh, see what I've got there. I've got, you know, quite a bit, uh, and I was following them. I was following the mission that was going on, uh, trying to track where the spacecraft was in orbit above the Earth so people could actually watch it. I'm actually sharing some pictures that people have shared uh, on social media of them taking pictures of the SpaceX Crew Dragon with the Inspiration4 crew aboard uh, from Earth. And I've shared those, and I've got some other things on there. It's pretty much um archived page right now, but it is, it is still available for you to look at. So I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot more from and about the Inspiration4 crew on different uh, media shows. I don't watch a lot of the, the, the mainstream media shows, I just kind of like, I, I see the, the link, I kind of go to it real quickly, read, read a, a little synopsis of it, and uh, and then move on. I put it here, and I talk about it here a little bit. But I know there's going to be a lot of promotions going on, and uh, and most of them, I'm guessing, will be uh, for St. Jude, which is a good thing. But I'm guessing also 
uh, behind the scenes there might be some things because I think I think one of the things that they did fly up there in space with was the they have the, the their uh, team photographer so to speak and I think uh, the the inspiration for commander had taken I think somebody said that he ripped the patch uh, his flight this flight suit patch off their photographer's flight suit and took it up to orbit with him so you're going to see more you know I'm wondering what we're not going to be hearing about that went into orbit with them. That would be kind of interesting. But just keep on checking this inspiration for uh, hashtags, and you'll you'll see quite a bit of what they're doing. Well, I see Axiom Space has been tweeting a few things, and uh, one of the recent things they tweeted was um, a graphic of their space modules that they're going to be putting up there uh, to the ISS, and they actually talked about their space station a little bit, and someone asked, you know, hey, when is that thing going up? Then they put out a graphic on, on Twitter that had the uh, the modules uh, and, and the years that those modules are going to be attached, launching and attaching to the ISS, and then the final uh, year that they're going to be launching the, the final modules and creating their their individual space station. And I was surprised to see on that graphic, it's, they're still calling it the Axe Station. Because I, I had seen that, it kind of disappeared for a while. I hadn't seen the word Axe Station uh, being mentioned anywhere. But this one, they actually did mention Axe Station on the graphic. So that kind of surprised me. If you'd like to go check out that graphic, uh, it is on the Twitter feed. In case you missed it, uh, Landsat 9 satellite lifted off from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California on uh, the 27th of September. It was launched aboard a ULA Launch Atlas 5 rocket. And uh, I guess it was foggy conditions, so a lot of the uh, the ground photos weren't the greatest. But uh, you can see some of the launch uh, on some of the videos when it first, you know, the candle was lit and it lifted off and some uh, infrared type shots afterward. But I guess the Landsat 9 satellite lifted off and was uh, successfully put into orbit, uh, launched from California. And more bad news for the uh, about the Boeing Starliner. Uh, the official delay now. It says a national official says an unpiloted flight of Boeing Starliner cruise ship to the International Space Station delayed from August by valve problems is not likely to launch until next year. They said the Boeing may swap out service modules for the test flight. So there's more issues with the uh, Boeing Starliner. And uh, many expected it to launch before now. They were hoping anyway, especially Boeing, I'm sure, and NASA was hoping that this Starliner would be uh, launching much sooner. But unfortunately, issues so... um, the SpaceX Crew Dragon is going to be the only craft that will be taking astronauts up to the ISS uh, for a lot longer. Um, but by next year, it just did, it didn't say exact dates. Right now, it just said until next year. The launch wouldn't occur until next year. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, as we're given updates about the uh, repairs or the issues with this uh, Boeing Starliner. Uh, cruise ship. And on September 20th, China's 34th launch in 2021 
Uh, the Tianzhou 3 cargo spacecraft lifted off. Uh, it was carrying six tons of goods up to the Tiangong Space Station, China's Tiangong Space Station. And it docked successfully up there. So those uh, astronauts, Chinese astronauts, left the space station. And then a little while later, uh, the spacecraft carrying cargo made its way to their space station and has docked. Now we're just awaiting the next uh, crew to go up there. And I remember the uh, talk about uh, a female Chinese astronaut who's going to be making a spacewalk up there uh, on this next mission when they do arrive there at the Chinese space station, the Tiangong uh, Space Station. So that'll be interesting to watch also. they, As I said, they do show quite a bit. Uh, they do share a lot of videos and, and uh, what they're doing on that mission up there. Not everything. Not everything. They're not going to share everything, obviously, as we don't share everything, obviously. But uh, it is interesting on the, on the items that they do share uh, for those space enthusiasts such as myself. Watching any country's space race, you know, a peaceful space race type thing is interesting. Uh, to a space enthusiast. So, we'll see what happens then. Until next time. Space Cowboys, it's